Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host Michelle Anderson and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. I hope you're ready. Kids set, let's go! Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm gonna support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, 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 interviewing comedians. I'm gonna support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. Support podcast brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the award-winning Laugh Support Podcast. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my best friend Michelle, Trisha's sister, Rhonda Colson, Corey's friend. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt your sound effects. <laughs> just remember to make all these sound effects because you're announcing all this stuff. That's uh, how you know you're a celebrity when you make your own sound effects. Pew pew, brrr, wah, Michelle with one L. Use <laughs> my face again, Ben Dusen. Oh yeah, I love that face. I love that face, Michelle. Thank you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It never gets old to you, does it? It does. So those of listening, Michelle continues to pop up. The crazy-eyed expression that I had <laughs> on the Huckabee <laughs> show. The still shot that the professional camera got in just high def of my big fat bobblehead looking like a psycho. So, th so thanks. We're rounding. Oh, there she is. Okay. We're rounding out this episode or this season of Laugh Support. So why not just go out with just a bang? You know fun. what I'm saying? We'll just go out with a bang. Well, you know, we have to because like yesterday was such a hard day. We were trying to record this episode. Yes. And I had nothing but technical difficulties the whole time. And so we just scratched this episode. But because we had a guest coming on, we couldn't, you know, the show had to go on. We couldn't just yeah. stop because you couldn't see me and I was frozen. Um, oh, my so. goodness. And that's the behind scene, the behind the scenes stuff that people don't don't see. So we um, we were trying to record with our amazing friend, Marlo Rutz, which was a bonus, really a bonus episode this yes. season. We thought that Koi was going to be our last guest. Um, and he was a phenomenal guest, so much fun. And then kind of last minute, we found out that Marlo's schedule had opened up enough for her to be able to come on and be with us. But yes. what had happened was we were going to record this episode and then record with Marlo. And, um, I couldn't get my phone on do not disturb. My son was texting me about a pair of golf shoes. My other son was texting me and wearing me out about um, a piece of paper that he needed for a job interview that he was about to go on, which was extremely important. And, um, Michelle's computer kept cutting out. And, <laughs> and finally it was like, forget it, forget it. We can't, that's the only time we've ever had to full on abort the mission, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It was just like, we're done. We're done for the day. And then um, I was like, oh, wait, no, we still have another guest. So, yeah, it was it was um, very unnerving to not have the technical um, stuff behind us to, to help yeah. to work. It was it was. Yeah, I, I'm just glad I got 
the intro out yesterday for Marlo. Yes, <laughs> and, me too. And the recording started. Like, I'm glad that I was able to do those few things. And then it was basically an interview between you and Marlo. That's really what it came down to. Well, but, but, <laughs> Michelle, was it just an interview between me and Marlo? Ah, there's my face. No, because... <laughs> Because you are the most creative and um, just hilarious person ever. So so Michelle's uh, video kept freezing and her audio wasn't quite working right. So basically, she added to her list of amazing skill sets the ability to be a mime. Michelle just would pop in and mime every once in a while. And, and you were able to um, just type in comments and still try yeah. to lead the, uh, you tried to lead the interview <laughs> from behind the scenes by popping up things like uh, Nemo and um, uh, yep. what, what was the acronym? Oh, I just went blank. The um, wake up. Wake up, the acronym wake up. So Michelle was prompting uh, Marlo from behind the scenes, um, imposter syndrome. Yes, all of those things. Michelle was randomly popping up uh, to, to even if she couldn't be on the show, she was going to definitely be a part of this show. And But that's just brilliant. That is part of what it's like to be on this platform. That's part of what it's like to be, um, you know, uh, just... In the hands of technology, and yeah. oh, there it is. So, uh, so a squirrels may lose twenty five percent of their buried food to thieves. Thanks for sharing that fact, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the fun facts that Michelle shared with us this season. And yes, and I got to do the little Michelle and the Messiah. Want to take you higher? Yeah, yeah. yeah I got to close yeah. it out for you since you were unable to use your words. Then uh, oh, I was man. able to um, close it out the way I tried all first season to get you to close out. So, so yeah, but today, since you weren't able to talk with us yesterday, um, yeah. today we are going to, uh, we're going to talk a lot about your recent experience getting to open for who, Michelle Van Dusen? Uh, let's see. What, what, what was that guy's name? Um, uh, this guy, uh, Jeff Ellen. What, what, what? Yeah, look at you. What a great picture, too. Look at the, so you're in front of the Looney Bin sign. Now, now yeah. Michelle, you opened for Jeff not once, but twice in Oklahoma, correct? Yes, that's correct. I We did the Looney Bin in Tulsa and then Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City. Okay, and so I, yeah, so let's talk I about. Get a picture. I didn't get a picture there. I don't know why. I It just escaped my brain. At the Bricktown Mall. I'm glad you at least got one at Looney Bin. So that's super cool. Um, I've been able to talk to Jeff since, uh, you know, since you were on with him. And uh, he definitely had a great time with you. And I shared with oh, him how much fun sure. that you had. And okay, so this podcast, we, we've talked about how important it is to make connections and to reach out to different people. And and so let's talk about how how that little seed was planted this season and how we got to see it come to life um, in those two performances. Oh yeah, that's right. Because we, we interviewed Jeff back in what, March or May? Mm -hmm. It was one of the M months. And on the podcast, he said that um, because he was talking about how you opened for him and he, you know, he shared a bunch of, it was a really good podcast. You should go back and listen to that episode. And uh, during that episode, he said, well, you know, Michelle, when I'm in Oklahoma, you could open for me. And I was like, wait, what? Everyone hearing that? Are all our listeners hearing that right now? So 
I saw his schedule and I saw he was going to be in Oklahoma. So I went ahead and I reached out and um, his manager said that I, or his agent, uh, whatever um, he is, I don't know. Um, he said that I had to then contact the comedy clubs and then let them know that Jeff asked if I would open for him. So it was a lot of work behind the scenes. I didn't expect. I just thought I'd just show up, you know? So I, I had to do work, June. Yeah, yeah. I had to do work. Yeah. Oh. Are you okay? Like, so how long did it take you to recover from making a few phone calls? I am still in the process. And, and yes. you know, yeah. So I'm not you sp recovered. I heard you sprained your thumb when you were texting and... Uh, and all that. Yeah, it's it difficult was, it was to sign. Well, yeah. I mean, really, though, like for me, when I opened for him, it was just a matter of like he reached out, said, I have this gig. This is where I'm going to be at. And I just I just went like I didn't have to reach out to anybody um, because it was a different vibe. It was a it was a theater show. Mm, and so yeah. it wasn't a comedy club. And, uh, you know, he had just told the person that booked him, hey, you know, this girl's coming with me. And that was that like there wasn't a you know, any of that to go through, but yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, so you did these two different clubs. So let's talk about the first one. How much time did you get to do at the first club? Okay. So the first club, um, it was only supposed to be a 10 minute thing with a, um, you know, and then the intro of him and things like that. And so I'm just going to, so this is just one section of the room. It was packed. The loony bin packed it out. So what um, we're looking at, Michelle showing us uh, for our listeners, Michelle, we've just yes. she's showing us a picture of the comedy <laughs> club, the um, you know the what people are used to seeing the brick wall. So many comedy clubs. The background is the brick wall um, with the uh, Looney Bin logo, and yeah, you can see that the the room was full. They were ready for them. Yeah, and what was really cool was, um, unbeknownst to me, my son and his girlfriend decided to show up and come to the show. So nice. yeah, that was really exciting. So this is my my youngest son. I'm showing a picture right now of um, Haley and Jeff and my son Anthony and then myself. Um, he has this was his first time ever hearing me do comedy. Your and, son? Yes. Yeah. So what? so and yeah, Anthony was when um, when we did when I was doing the after school comedy club for kids at um, at Disney Elementary. Anthony was part of that group because it was a it was a new process for the students to you know they didn't know when to laugh you know like because kindergartners like k through second grade they're still they don't understand comedy and so yeah. anthony was my rimshot kid so, oh nice yeah so we would tell a joke you know we would tell the the fun the the beginning then the then the end and then we hit the rimshot and that's when the kids would laugh. They would so the kindergartners and the preschoolers they'd wait till they heard the rim shot, and once they hear, ch -ch -ch, they go ah ha ha ha. So <laughs> we, they, yeah. Now the knock knock jokes the kids got right away because right. they were able to respond and you know go with that. But yeah. So oh my gosh, I, I visited an elementary school this week and yeah. stopped at one of my friends to teach her, you know, classroom or whatever. These are these are first graders that she teaches, and when I went in, she was like. <gasps> Friends, you're in the midst of a famous comedian. Miss June, tell him a joke. Oh. <laughs> like, I oh. And I could only think of the, I, I like, I used to have a ton of like little kid knock knock jokes and stuff like that. The only thing I could think of was the knock knock who's there boo. And some kid goes, I already know the punchline. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got a heckler in the first grade classroom. So. <laughs> 
All like right. I, I well, should have been more prepared. <laughs> you know what? I I've just started doing, um, and I'm going to start doing this for all at all my shows. I'm going to end with um, a couple of jokes for kids because I want to take those clips and then post them. And so mm-hmm. um, I'm going to post them, you know, like joke time with Miss Michelle or something. And yeah. so I I did post my first one on YouTube the other day. So. It's got like three Did you see views. where um, Jeff, speaking of Jeff Allen, he has one that he posted recently where his granddaughter had told him a joke and he gave he gave his phone to somebody in the front row and had them videotape him doing that joke just for his granddaughter. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. He posted that, and shared that. Yeah. That happened. It may have been there. Yeah. It happened here. See that. that OK, so we're showing a picture. The guy at the very front with the glasses. Yes. Over to the right, I think, is uh, the his wife was the one. It was either him or uh, his wife took that did that video. Yeah, that was super cute. Yeah. That was just fun. And he, he just he just did a joke for. And when you're at the level that Jeff is, you can hand somebody your phone during your set and make them record you doing yeah. one joke for your granddaughter. <laughs> I don't know that I can get away with that. First of all, I don't have any granddaughters, but um, but yeah, that that was really awesome. OK, so so. Um, yeah, so so my son showed up, him and his girlfriend. Yes. So this is the first time that he's ever heard me do comedy. And so after the show, he came up, he goes, that was really funny. What was that one joke that made me laugh out loud? I'm like, I don't know. So then he made me go through my whole set again. He was like, yeah, that one, that one right there. I laughed out loud. Was for he that not one. doing the rim shots for you? Was he not? No. <laughs> no. That would have been great. So it was it was really fun that they showed up and it was his first time seeing me and he's like yeah I'll be back. Now his girlfriend Haley she's come to like the last four or five shows that I've done and she's come she's brought her mom and her sister with. So like she knew my material so it was fun for her to watch you know her boyfriend uh, laugh at his mom. So it was really cool. Okay, so um, first of all, with my attention deficit, I'm really struggling with the heart that says love above your head because it's shaped like a question mark and your face (laughs) is the circle at the bottom of the question mark. So I'm just I I just have to let you know if I lose train of thought, you just look like a a question mark to me. So there's that. (laughs) I guess I'll have to move those. So the top one is love and then the bottom one is hope. Um, Yes. Yes. So, so your question, your question mark to me. So I, I, uh, I'm struggling. Um, so, so let's dive into the, uh, let's dive into your son and his girlfriend's relationship because they love for <laughs> us to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. But now that you've shown a picture of her on your podcast and we've talked about her, how yeah. long have they been dating? Um, like I you don't have to know the specific date. It's not your anniversary, but has I, it been I, a long I, time, a little time? I, I want to say two years, um, two mm, weeks okay. ago. But okay, so so she's been around for a little bit. Yes, Mama Michelle is not new, and you must have done you did good because she didn't dump him right after the show or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're still together, and I love Haley. I'm just gonna put it out there because like she gives amazing gifts. Like I was, Mm. I I was under the weather. I don't know. It was like a year and a half ago or whatever, and she brought over a crate, and in the crate there was soup. There was halls. There oh, was a blanket. That. Yeah. I'm like, who does this? Yeah. And like a little candle. Like I was like, I was blown away. I'm like, wow. Obviously her, her gift is gift giving because it was amazing. So I, 
you know, and I'm like, um, here's a card. Thank you. Like I'm horrible at that. She was, she's amazing and she's still here. So yeah, my oldest son, he's been dating a girl for over two years and, um, yeah, I don't think that either one of them will ever show up at one of my shows, which is okay (laughs) because I feel like. I feel like there's some material I want to do that maybe they shouldn't be there for. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. <laughs> they provide a lot. They provide a lot of humor. That's so cool, though. It really is special to, you know, my, my son, Trey, uh, both of my boys really have only seen me do comedy one time. And then Trey went with me to the Huckabee show. And I know that it's weird for them. I think there it is. The Huckabee show. <laughs> and that's exactly what my son looked like watching me was just a deer in the headlights. No, he came and, um, and, and it was really special. I will always remember looking out in the audience and seeing him sitting, you know, in the audience and smiling and, um, whether he was faking the laugh because I threatened his life or not, I really enjoyed him being there. I think, I think that's your response. Like, oh, he laughed. That's my son. He's smiling at me. So your son, your son and his girlfriend, Haley, they came to the first show. Um, yes. did a shorter amount of time in the first show. How did that mm-hmm. set go? Oh, that set was amazing. I It was a lot of fun. It was great to be back on that stage. It's been um, a couple of years since I've been on the Looney Bin stage and because uh, they painted the wall. Uh, that's how I knew. It's been a while. And it was really, it was tight. It was good. Mm-hmm. It um, And the laughter was good. Um, <laughs> there was, somebody yelled out at the very beginning, Michelle. And, um, I was like, Oh, I can't have them do be doing that for when Jeff is out and stuff. And so I'm like, I was like, thank you. But did you not just hear the announcements? How, if the community needs your help, they'll ask you for it (laughs) or whatever. Like I had, I had to like squelch that. And then I, then I just felt awful about that. Cause I was like, ah, you know, cause I don't know who it was. It was not my son or his girlfriend. I asked and, um, my my uh, doctor came and brought her daughter and some friends. What kind and- of doctor, Michelle, can I ask? <laughs> uh, not my therapist, if that's what you're wondering. Um, <laughs> they're like, we're coming, the therapist came just to see if they're having any effect at all. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did not invite him. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I talk about that later. No, um, uh, so she was my... Um, OBGYN? No, 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 no. I don't, you know, here's the deal. She was there when we had our first baby. She delivered, you know, she was there to, for our first baby. Oh, wow. So she, whatever that is, she's a family doctor. She's a family doctor. There we go. I got the words out finally. So, um, and she's an amazing doctor. So she does, she covers from birth to death. She does all age range. Um, and her, her practices are up in Owasso, uh, Oklahoma, if you guys are interested, it's uh, Dr. Farrell. And yeah, so she was my doctor when I had my first kid. She's not my doctor now, but just now we're just, we're huge friends. So yeah, and she came. So cool that she came. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm guessing that they enjoyed the show as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, her daughter was in seventh heaven, you know, cause she got to meet Jeff Allen and, yes. and because, um, for clubs, you have to be a certain age to be there, but because mm-hmm. Ellen's show is clean, I, I said, well, you should call the club and see if you can bring her because her daughter is, um, is starting into comedy. And so she's, she's doing some writing and, um, you know, her interests 
lie in the cops. So she, I saw her recently at um, Tim Hawkins show and oh, wow. I got her, I got her Tim Hawkins photo for her and got them front row seats. And she was excited about that. So now she got to come inside the comedy club and um, because they called ahead and said, well, Michelle said it was clean. They're like, yeah, you can bring her. So she wow. was so, yeah, so happy. And, and she said, uh, you were funnier than Jeff. That's what her daughter said. Now, yeah. let, let's let's back that up for a minute. Um, I do material <laughs> that doesn't go over her head. Yes, exactly. Jeff, yeah. yeah. Jeff's material, you know, I identify with Jeff's material. And I love Jeff. And I think he is hilarious. Um, but for an 11-year-old, uh, some of the stuff that he did, she thought was hilarious. And then other parts, she's like, I don't get it. Oh, Which yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's fine that you don't get it because you shouldn't because you're 11, you know? Yes. But it was it was so good. It was so good that um, that they came. And I think that's kind of why I want to start adding at the end of my show or at the end of my bits, the end of my section time, a cup, at least two jokes for just straight up for if there's any kids in the mm. audience kind of a thing. So I'm going to start doing yeah. that. I ran into yeah. that with um, at Gutty's, you know, comedy club in Greenwood, Indiana. You can bring kids to that show. And my cousin came and brought her daughter, Zoe. And Zoe is probably maybe 12, some 11 or 12. And yeah. um, I was featuring for uh, Robert G. Lee. And or actually, I may have been I may have been opening that show that Zoe came to. But anyway, um, she she thought myself and the other comedian was just so funny. And then you would see her laughing at Robert, but then you would see her kind of go away for a little bit. And then she would come <laughs> back because, because his comedy is so smart and so he, you good. know, yeah. none of us are kid comics. None of us are doing material for small children. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that makes sense that, you know, that she could ride along with what you were saying, but yeah, Jeff is, he's, he's got some, He's got some really, really smart and oh, um, yes. uh, not political comedy, but he just, it's very, you know, world, like he, it, it's about the world and adults, you know, situations and marriage and things like that, that a, a kid that age. But how cool is it yeah. Yeah. that you got to be that celebrity that, you know, I, I, I guarantee she'll never forget that first time getting to go into the comedy club and, and hanging out and watching you and knowing somebody on the stage. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Cause like when I was growing up, my parents would take us to um, uh, Earl of old town and it, so it wasn't a comedy club, but it was um, music. And because it was in a bar setting with a stage uh, as the kids, we had to sit at the kids' table, which is behind the railing, you know, so yes. not connected to the bar. And we get our little Shirley Temples, and we sit back there and listen to Bonnie Kolak sing. And if you've never heard Bonnie Kolak, she's probably one of the best folk singers around. Oh, wow. The, the crispest and clearest voice ever. And because she was my mom's friend, we got to see her, you know, at this tiny little thing. Then we got to see her on the bigger stages. We ended up going to New York to watch her on Broadway or off Broadway mm. or whatever it was. So it's like all these little things. So yeah, I, I she's definitely going to remember that moment. So now I think I have to get a show on Broadway now. I think, I don't know. I think, is that the next step? Maybe dry bar? I don't know. Something like, you know, to make the influence. I think yeah, so. That's what, that's what you got to yeah. do. That's what hmm. you got to do. So you had okay. a great set. The audience was awesome. Yeah. You had uh, family and friends in the audience. You 
got to take a picture with the amazing Jeff Allen. Um, and he's so, he's so kind. He's, he's just so kind gracious. and, um, and friendly with, you know, the people that, that come. So, uh, so that's cool that they got to, they got to meet him and speak with him. So that was on what night of the week was that? That was a Saturday night. It was Saturday afternoon. It was a four o'clock show. I love that. I love, like you were in bed. On you're going to eat dinner at not 1 a.m. Yep, yep, like it was, yep. an, it was an afternoon show. But that's, I mean, he knows, he knows who his audience is and he knows when they'll come out. And, and yeah. there's that. You had that show. So then that was the next show the next night? Yes. Yeah, so then in Bricktown, it was Sunday evening and it was a seven o'clock show. So it was a little past my bedtime. Um, now that I'm a grandma, so it was seven o'clock show. So I had another friend and, and she brought some friends out there to, to see that show. The club was bigger, so it held more people, but it, mm. so it wasn't packed out, but it was still very full, which was really good. And this is going from a B club to an A club. And so like the green room, um, was amazing and they had a little button that you could push and it would light up something and then your person would come if you needed um food or a drink or whatever and i was like what so i'm like you know when when she came back through i'm like yeah you know well, we do want to get such and such and i and then i said well go ahead and just give the bill to my husband and she's like oh no honey it's covered i'm like what i need to work here more i was just I, it was one of those things. So that was kind of cool. And, um, but then the whole idea as I was sitting there waiting, I was like, I didn't get any instructions as to what they want expected from the host because the club, if you're hosting in the club, you're supposed to still announce, you know, who's coming next, um, you know, any kind of thing that they need. So I was like, how do you want me to end this show? You know, so I ended up getting a card, you know, and, and I couldn't because the, the club is dark. So I'm like, I can't see this. And I had to go backstage to kind of look at it again. Like, okay, this person's coming next, this, per you know, and I got to say these things and not mess it up. So I just brought the card on with me, you know, uh, at the end of it. So that was good. So, yeah. Okay. So not only did you, you served as the opener and the host. For the show. Yes. So yes. you got to, and I assume they had audio recorded of like, you know, keeping their phones put up and expectations of the club and those kind of things. Or did you have to make those announcements? They, they actually had um, a pre-recorded uh, announcement, announcement kind of a thing. And then and it's a, a very generic one. Cause they said, you know, is there any kind of music you want to come up to? I was like, ah, I'm like, okay, we'll just do the generic. I'm like, okay. So they had some announcements and things like that on there. And then they said, and here's your host. Like, that's it. Like, there, there's no name or right, like, you, right. just, you just step up because it's a generic thing. And so um, so you have to introduce yourself. And so, no, I didn't have to tell them no phones. I didn't have to do any of that. Um, but I think you can if you go with your music going up on stage. Oh, yeah. 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 So did that did that change the flow? Now, you had longer time on the second set. Yes. yes. So, um Jeff's agent, you know, he, he told me to have 20 minutes ready for both clubs. I'm like, okay. So, and then when I got a hold of the, um, when I had to get a hold of the clubs, um, Looney bin told me 10 minutes. So I knew, okay, I'm doing 10 minutes. And the other one still said 20. But then when I got there, then the guy said, okay, yeah, so you're doing 15. I'm like, oh, uh -huh. so now, 
Yeah. So it's so hard for me to figure out how to edit something yes. on the fly like that. Yes, me too. And because I was not a good editor on the fly, um, I know that I messed that up. You know, like I know. And it, there's going to be a light. And the light, the light for this club is up you know, which is supposed to be up above you, but then it actually shines onto the stage and, and it's a red circle. So you could see it on the stage. If, if you're not standing in that spot. So if you're standing back just a half a step, you can see the red circle on the stage, but if you're standing in that spot, you can't see it. So <laughs> that's how I knew when I stepped back, I'm like, Oh, I don't know how long that's been there. Like that was oh, that no. kind of like, uh Oh, <laughs> Was that red spot supposed to be, was the light for like, you're done? Or was that the mm -hmm. wrap it up light? Well, it was supposed to be the, it was supposed to be the light that, hey, you have, you know, uh, a minute left or whatever. But because it was just on, I was like, oh, I've passed it. You know, like, like I knew that I passed it at that point. And I could, I could tell, um, you know, like I learned some things like, because I was trying to edit, you know, from 20 to 15, I didn't edit it correctly. And so I could tell by the, by the laughter response, like the first 15 was really good. And then that last five was just kind of weird because again, I should have just actually cut it and I didn't. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, and, <laughs> uh, but I ended, I ended with my, uh, Mary made joke which I love. I love my Mary May joke, but it was a little wordy because I was still trying to edit and I shouldn't have, yes. I should have just done it and then be done. Yeah. And I didn't. So, ugh. and what's really hard is when, um, so like Jeff, he didn't, he wouldn't give me an intro. Like I had to come up with an intro for him. And it's, Oh yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that's what, what it, for me, he was like, ah, oh, Junebug, we, you know me, we're friends. Just say something about us being friends. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, I mean, really, and that's that's really all I said. They knew who he was. They were there to see him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I just said, you know, the. I know you guys are so excited to see the star of the show tonight. He is a dear friend of mine. He has been a mentor. He's one of the best, you know, comics on planet Earth. Welcome, Jeff Allen. And then that was that. So. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he just finished wrapping up a movie. Um, I think it's seven grandmas. So he wanted, he wanted like some of those things mentioned. I'm like, Oh, okay. So now I'm like trying to take notes, but I, I, I didn't bring my note with, and I was like, Oh, where's my note? So I'm trying, I'm like, Oh, I just, it was like watching something happen <laughs> in slow motion, mm -hmm. thinking that thinking it's like the worst crash ever kind of a thing happening, but it was more of like just a near miss. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I killed. It was, um, okay, I did okay. You know, yes. like it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't just, I didn't die. I didn't bomb. Yeah. I just, I did okay. So it was just an interesting and weird feeling because it's in a club. It's not at a church event. It's just a different, mm -hmm. the vibe is so different. And um, yeah, editing at last minute is really hard for me. So I'm going to have to have notes with me. If I, if someone says, Oh, I need you to cut it down. I need to have a notepad, yeah. not, not things word for word, but um, just those prompt words, just set list. I yeah. have to have that because 
Yeah. Being a grandma now, you know, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. But, anyway, but here's the deal. Jeff is a master of running a room. Yeah. I, I was able to watch him at both clubs and just watched him take everyone on this ride and they're laughing, hysterical, laughing, laughing. And then he gives them a break, you know, yeah. like, okay, let's, let's kind of just chill out so you can breathe for a minute. And then he just kills them again. And yes. it was amazing. And I, you know, my set in Oklahoma city, I watched myself kill and then die and then tell a joke, you know? So it's like, yes. okay, I, I got some, I got some work to do. I got some work to do. Um, but that's, that's my perspective. Yeah, you know, and um, I did ask him uh, afterwards as we were out in the parking lot, you know, very sheepishly because I kind of knew where I messed up, um, where I missed it, you know. Uh, <laughs> any notes? <laughs> and he said the thing that every comic always says to every other comic: "Yeah, you should just uh, you should keep editing. You know, less words to say the same thing would be good." <laughs> Yes. Goes, yeah. 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 He goes, I told June this. I'm like, yes. Uh, so it was the same. It was the same type of advice, you know, just keep editing, keep doing it. Um, it was good, you know, like that kind of stuff. So it was it right. Was, and Which was more than um, if you remember comedian Coy, it was more than um, what Coy got <laughs> from Tracy Morgan when he goes, just keep doing what you do. Keep yeah. Just just keep doing what you do. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, no. At least Jeff gave you the, just add it, just less wordy and, um, <laughs> and let yeah. that be. <laughs> and this, this was the best thing that he said in the parking lot. And um, I turned around to ask my husband if he heard, and my husband was already in the car. Uh, Jeff said, yeah, we'll have to do this again. I'm like, oh, that's another invite. That's another invite. Anyone listening? At you know, I'm like, no, no, my husband didn't hear it. So yeah. I'm like, we got the first one on record. We got the first one recorded, and there was that. And um, no, that's that's yeah. awesome. I'm so glad that you had that experience. Um, anytime that you can uh, open for someone, uh, a headliner who is just that accomplished and talented, and has so many years of um, experience, it's fun. Like I. Uh, I did a show this last weekend in Indiana and, and when the headliners on, you know, I'm, I'm listening to them and kind of watching them, but I'm also watching the audience yeah, and watching them, how they work the room and those kind of things, because I still, you know, I have a long way to go. And like you, I was like, I asked them, I was like, so, you know, how much time? And then, you know, it was just some text messages back and forth. So then I finally was like, Hey, looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Is there a specific you know, um, whatever, A, B, and C, like three quick questions. And then, you know, how much time exactly would you like for me to do? And then I still got 15 or 20. And I'm like, I want to know, you know, it's same way for the Huckabee show. Oh, They're like, oh, you know, it'll be between okay. five and seven. Then when you get there, they go, okay, mm -hmm. six. And they were exactly right. It was between five and seven minutes. But I like, I like to know ahead of time and I know that I can do it, but it is this, um, I like to feel more prepared. I like to yes. be on the, you know, and so when he said, when, when he told me 15 to 20 minutes, then I timed out at 18 minutes. Mm -hmm. I, I worked a set out that would be 18 minutes and, you know, pacing a little bit for laughter or the lack of, yeah, And then that way, if I got there and they were like, okay, you're only doing 15, I could cut off. 
you know, or you're, you're doing the full 20, then I, I knew I could like do that. But gosh, ve very beginning in comedy that freaked me out more than anything. When yeah. it was, and you just didn't know till you got there or they, or, or the person you're working with wouldn't tell you. And you're like, I don't know what to prepare for. I have this amount of jokes or, you know, this thing that I'm going to do, but I'm so glad that you got to have that experience. Um, I think this season of Laugh Support, we, we've been able to make so many amazing connections. We've had mm -hmm. so many great interviews. Um, Jeff being, you know, one of the best interviews, uh, so much fun to do. And uh, man, I've been so honored and so blessed to be able to do this podcast with you for another season. We've learned yes. so much. We have met so many people. Um, and, and I love that like the, in our journey, uh, the people I've brought in are people that you hadn't met before and you've brought people in that I haven't met before. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping and excited that season three will be coming. Yes. 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 Uh, uh, what we're working on now is um, trying to figure out how to um, uh, get a theme song or an intro and exit uh, that's not 15 minutes long. That's what we're. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to work all uh, all during the break of just trying to to have. I, I know what is on your forehead. Apparently, I got bit by a mosquito or something just sitting here. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle just has a knot showing up on her forehead. I, I, I did not touch her. <laughs> no one came in so, the room. I'm going to just do this. Like, how it's weird is that? I'm like, from, it was just a little dot, Michelle, but now you've rubbed on it. And so you've made a big spot on your forehead. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Let me okay, do this. So, so yeah, I guess that's going to be it for um, this episode. Right. Unless you've got, it's, you got something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't know if I shared shared this, you know, because the weekend before I opened and I hosted for Nicole Miller's special. And oh, yes. yeah. and so that one was also a 10, 15 minute kind of a spot, which I was really excited about being able to have a stage time, you know, before. But oh, the yeah. three shows, all three of them were so different mm -hmm. because um Nicole's was in a church. And, uh, I had to kind of, it was a different set. It was a different way of hosting. It was, you know, like, Hey, this is how we're going to laugh. Like it was just a different venue and, um, and, uh, feeling to it. Yeah. So like, cause, cause, and the way people sat at her spot. So like you had a big pocket of laughers on one side and then the other side of the room was super quiet. Mm, yeah. Like. Yeah, so then I, I ended up having to do some stuff to kind of get this other side up because I wanted to make sure that it was full for her. And so it was really neat to go, you know, from that environment then to go to packed out room um, on a stage I've been on before. And, you know, there's family and friends there and a lot of comedians from the town showed up, um, you know, to do that hosting and go, oh, okay, so because – the, the club gives you a paper ahead of time as to what they want you to make sure that you say for their club for that time. Yeah. You know? So that was, you know, having those duties, but I didn't have that duty at the church. Oh, he said duty two times. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll never be mature enough to hear duty. Keep going. No. Um, but I did learn at all three shows, I walked away, you know, I got in my car. I'm like, oh, 
I forgot that joke. I can't believe you like that's the worst is like you've got a set yeah. and you're ready to go and you you miss and you leave one of the best jokes, you know, not there. It's gone. Yeah. And yeah. so I thought, okay, well, I'll make sure I do it at Jeff's. And then I, I missed it on the first one. I'm like, okay, I'll make sure I do it tomorrow. And again, I missed it. it. And it was like, oh, because I, I, I hired a personal trainer. I, I never, I never fired them. I hired them for all three shows, never fired them. And that's like to me, one of the best parts of the joke. <sighs> well, um, I'm not going to say any particular names. I will not because, you know, that's their business. But um, I was I was with a comedian after a very important recording. And that oh. comedian forgot one of their favorite jokes. And um, I thought that security was going to have to be called because it was this moment where that comedian was so excited. You know what I'm saying? Just excited. Yes, yes. And um, again, I'm not going to say who it was, but <laughs> what happened was mm -hmm. um, it was a wicked awesome set. Okay. Yeah. And this comedian forgot one of her oh. jokes. And she screamed oh. so loud <laughs> and like hit the wall and was like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. And she has a wicked awesome um, voice and mm -hmm. I, it carried all the way down the hallway. I literally like I thought security is going to be called because that's oh. how like where I'm the type who internalizes and I'm just yeah. going to. And 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 this particular um, wicked awesome comedian. uh but she just let her feelings out is all I'm going to say. Oh, you know, um, and I, there's no going back. There's no going back. There's there nothing isn't. you can do about it. It just yeah. is what it is. And, oh, I felt the pain. I felt the pain. Like, that's the worst thought process for a comedian when they get out and they go, oh, my best joke, you know, and you don't yes. tell it. And you just, ah, oh, you just got to shake it off and pick it up the next time but i the fact that i left out three times in a row oh yeah that really that that just got my goat i'm like i oh. had that happen in a competition and my big the funniest tag i forgot and i was like you can't you go, back. go back I'm, I'm funnier than that but but let me let me can i can i fix my mistake yeah, yeah you can't you can't they don't um, to do it do they no, I, so I just realized because I'm I'm looking, you know, not only at my whatever's on my forehead, this spider bite thingy or mosquito. Um, I'm also noticing my background looks really like what is happening here. I better explain it. Oh yeah, explain to us because we actually <laughs> talked about that yesterday when we had to stop the um the video. Right now, like from my perspective, looking at it, just it looks like. Like you I have like it's just laundry, like I just... I, but it looks like long john underwear or whatever. So like back in the day, <laughs> it's it's really hard or a ghost, a ghost, yeah. a dress for a ghost or something. Yeah. So this is a wedding dress that my sister sent me. Um, look, it looks like it was a for a child. This is how tiny my grandmother was. Um, it's full on see through, Michelle. It's just it, a lace <laughs> dress. Your grandmother wore that, like well. I'm sure there was other parts that she wore, but then the thing next to that is the thing that goes around your waist. You know, remember those wedding dresses that you could take off, you know, so you could go and do other um, dancing, like, yes, and not yeah, have yeah. to have the long train. 
My, my wedding gown was like that. My wedding gown had a train on the back of it and it had little snaps and you could just remove the train and then it was like a, just a fitted dress. Yeah. 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 So the waistband is like this um, uh, satin, uh, ivory satin. And, and I, I, it fit around my wrist. That's how tiny my grandmother is. Wow. Was. Yeah. Tiny, tiny. So my sister sent me um, my grandmother's wedding dress. And then she decided to start throwing things in. So check this out. So my sister, Trisha sent me this hummingbird. And so um, we have a hummingbird that is, um, it, like suspended over a flower as if it's yes. getting the nectar from the flower back in the distance when it's sitting there, the way that the wings are shaded, it actually looks like the wings are flapping in the distance. Yes. Like it looks like it's flying back there. It's, it's very, very beautiful. Um, and I found out today, uh, the story behind that, um, <laughs> her neighbor just gave it to her and then she thought, yeah, I don't need this anymore <laughs> and put it in the box. So your sister's neighbor gave her a hummingbird statue and then she went, I'll give it to my, my sister. Yeah, and she just sure. sent it to you. Do you get it? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. better than the dead baby that you've been said, like the ugly baby doll that <laughs> looks like uh, something off of a horror film. Oh. I'll take I'll take a hummingbird <laughs> over that. But then also, it's kind of ghostly the the gown that she sent you. So I don't I don't know. There's a theme well, she, in your family. She asked if I wanted my grandmother's wedding dress. I said yes, and so that's what was supposed to show up. And she held on to this box for months. And since it was an empty box, she's like, oh, there's more space. So I'll put in the hummingbird. Oh, I'll put in this ashtray. Um, so this <laughs> this ashtray is a glass, very, very heavy, heavy ashtray that used to be my mom's. And I'm It's like, a beautiful um, ashtray. So you're smoking again? Is that no, what you're telling no, us? No. You're, back to, you're back to the Virginia Slims? No, Don't look. put your mother's ashes in the ashtray, Michelle. <laughs> Don't put your mother's ashes in her ashtray. You cannot do that. Everything about that is wrong. For our listeners, Michelle just pulled out the baggie that has her mother's ashes in it. And she put her mother's ashes in her mother's ashtray. That's all kinds of wrong. But listen, no, I would definitely do that with hot dogs ashes. Yes. Right. If he, if he was cremated, I would do that. Well, and, and see, I'm just going to point this out, June. Um, this is just a small portion the small bag, uh, a little take home. So bag. now you've divided your mother up. You've taken no. her apart and put her in different places now. Well, actually she is. So, um, so I didn't do it. So when, when you, at the crematorium, right? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Crematorium. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, they give it to everybody se like separate little bags, but did you separate your bag into separate oh, no, bags? No, no, okay. no, 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 this. And, and it's in a baggie in the bag because this particular little bag of her was was um leaking so um it's in a baggie so it doesn't <laughs> spill anywhere but it was leaking your mother was leaking <laughs> it was it had a hole in it it was what is it what is that called <laughs> anyway so you have a leaky <laughs> leaky mother <laughs> Yeah, you know, you've uh, now put her ashes in the ashtray. I feel like yeah. this is yeah, this is our last episode where you and I are just talking to each other, and I'm glad that this is where the conversation went. Well, all I'm saying is, if, <laughs> um, but I do, you know, there are times though. So I, this is a real event, a real thing, 
And I have talked about my mom on stage and her ashes and how I traveled with them. And I yes. think that's why the bag tour a little was because, you know, I took her on to 12 states on a pop-up comedy tour and um, it was a little much for her. And then I lost her and I didn't know where I left her. And so um, I found her and now she has a permanent spot in her ashtray. So thank you, Tricia, for bringing, sending that to me. Um, so now I know ashes ashtray i won't lose her so it's a good thing <laughs> i don't you know what i'm just gonna nod and go yeah michelle all of that made absolute perfect sense and and i do think that your therapist should come to your next comedy that's all i'm saying okay it's been an amazing season we've had so many wonderful guests we got yes, to wrap up with michelle the mime with marlo rutz and we had a comedian coy the last couple of episodes and then now we are about to hit the grand finale yes we have the man who started it all which is completely awesome so our grand finale guest michelle our next episode which will be the final episode of season two of laugh support who do we have coming on on the next show we have Joel Byers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, she dabbed. She dabbed. Joel Byers is so famous for dabbing. <laughs> yes. So Joel Byers is going to join us on our next episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. Joel is the creator of the Hot Breath Comedy Network. He was the inspiration and the one that um, reached out to us and got myself and Michelle to uh, put together this fabulous podcast. And so we're honored to have Joel. He was our first person that we ever interviewed in our very first season and he is the last person we're interviewing this season and season two it is our big grand finale with joel byers so yeah any any closing thoughts or remarks michelle van dusen as we bounce out of here yes yes i do um i'm gonna pop up this picture real fast you did a talk is cheap takeover oh yeah uh, the ronda Corey uh show and I just want to say, and I want to ask you, like, how did it go? Like, give, give us a quick rundown real fast. How did this go with uh, your um, game and all of that fun stuff? Because we have all right. So Michelle, Michelle was showing a flyer from the Talk is Cheap Takeover. You can go back and watch that on Rhonda Corey Comedy. Um, talk is Cheap is a, a talk show that she has that you can find on YouTube. And um, Michelle was, or um, Rhonda was out of town. And so I got to sit in the host seat and host her show. Um, it was 144th episode, I believe, uh, of the show. So, yeah, super cool. Uh, my cousin Mike came in. Lieutenant Michael James Anderson came and gave us tips on fire safety. Christy Condor, who we joke about being my comedy twin in Nashville. We played a game called Twinning is Winning. Michelle showing that picture of myself and Christy uh, that we took at the Huckabee Show acting foolish. Who is who? Um, yeah, who is who? So, and Felicia Frazier, comedian Fifi was on the show and we just had a great time. It was super fun. We had a little technical difficulty. I had done a video where I drove around town in, um, in that wig that I had on just a few minutes ago. And I pretended to be our amazing friend, Rhonda Corey. And I almost got, uh, I almost got, um, the law, uh, law enforcement called on me. Uh, mall security <laughs> had an issue with me doing donuts in front of Dillard's in a, in a wig. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe if I wasn't wearing the wig, they would have let me do donuts. And I got honked at at Starbucks and, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but I had a great time. And it's so cool because Rhonda's show is is fun. She she was on our first season of uh, Live Support. I think she was the second person that we interviewed after Joel Byers, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. But she was she was one of the very first people that we got to interview. Her show, Talk is Cheap, is awesome. Guys, definitely check that out. Rhonda, Corey Comedy. And yep, it was an honor that she trusted me with this show that really just, it, she's just done a great job with it. So yeah, thanks for asking yeah. about that. I had a great time. Yeah. Had a great time. You mentioned that because it's, it's a lot of fun and um, I enjoyed watching it because oh, yeah? yeah, you one you're and this is another reason why I actually enjoy doing the show with you. You are um, very, very good at interviewing people. Just incredible. And the way, because you had, you picked out the guests, you picked out the game, everything that you, Rhonda would normally do, you did because you were taking it over. And yeah. your co-host, your twin, uh, the conversation between the two of you was fantastic. I mean, Christy's amazing. Christy was awesome. And I have to mention um, the uh, amazing scorekeeper. If you watch the show, there's a scorekeeper that's on there that's hilarious. And Leslie, Rob produced the show oh, she was she a stand-in so producer good. for the regular producer um alex Corey usually produces Rhonda's show and so man i mean we had leslie sweating she was she was working hard <laughs> behind the scenes and people don't get to see that um and they yeah. don't see all the prep work that goes in the scorekeeper had like um twins of all kinds of characters and stuff and there were like two peas in a pod and there was you know, there was a lot of twin stuff going on. So you have to watch that and like really lean in because when you're hosting, you don't get to see everything that the scorekeeper is doing, but the audience does. And so that's always fun to go back and watch that too. But yeah, yeah it, it was super awesome. I, I, I heard the scorekeepers. Okay. You know, like decent. Um, yeah, yeah. What the, I love watch when uh, that show is on and they have the grumpy grandpa. That yeah. is my favorite scorekeeper that they have. And then one time, um, I believe Christy actually ended up like subbing in for the scorekeeper one time. And her, she had like this huge, amazing set with all these Lego pieces and stuff. Did you see Christy's one? That I didn't see fantastic. her. I know I saw a, a sub in, but I didn't actually see her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought, did, wasn't that announced? No. Not Maybe that I know of. Until now. Until now? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's what the grumpy grandpa said. That, uh, well, that's the cool thing is when this, the regular scorekeeper's not there, you don't know who might be the person behind the scenes. You don't know. Just, you don't know who you never know. was. You, you don't never know who the know. scorekeeper is. Yeah. No. Yeah. You it's never super. know. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go before we reveal any secrets that we're not supposed to reveal. Y'all make sure that you check out. Michelle Van Dusen on all of her social media platforms. That would be Michelle Q to start scrolling that at the bottom of the screen, but she doesn't have it there. So that's okay. I'll just tell you it's Michelle Van Dusen. Is it Michelle Van Dusen comedy? No, yeah. it's just Michelle's comedy. comedy. It's Michelle with one L. If you've ever listened to this show, you know, it's only one L Michelle's comedy.com. You can find me at June Colson comedy or junecolson.com and June Colson comedy on Facebook. Um, Michelle and I are on, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. And then of course you can listen to the laugh support podcast on all major podcast platforms. And if you would like to watch us and see Michelle's creepy dress in the background or, uh, <laughs> 
her bird or her mother's ashes in an ashtray. You can <laughs> or this red creative spot on my forehead. The big spot that's getting bigger on her forehead. The Creative Motion Network on Roku TV, Vimeo, and of course, YouTube. So y'all, that's going to be it for this episode. Definitely check out our next episode, the grand finale of season two. And then while we're on a break, go back and listen. Listen mm -hmm. to season one and season two again because it's, yes. It's, yeah, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. All right, Michelle. I love you, sis. That's going to be it. As I always say, Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, what do you got to say for yourself? I just want to say um, thanks for listening. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to need a sponsor for this red spot on my forehead soon. <laughs> we can, yeah, we could actually probably, we, we could put a logo on that. It's getting so big. So yeah. <laughs> So let's go before your whole head turns red. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening.